Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Duke's Dive. This week we'll be covering last week's next tea as we prepare for tomorrow night's episode which features the bout of Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest, formerly known as Punishment Martinez. Personally really excited for that one. But um I think I'll also cover the WWE draft here towards the end. Um, but first of all, I wanted to talk about a show near and dear to most of our hearts here, which was uh, True Wrestling Presents True Era. But uh, before I even cover that, I want to say this is a special episode for Kevin Coke, who is in the hospital right now with some stomach problems, some stomach issues. Um, we wish him well. He's going in for surgery here, so this episode's dedicated to Kevin today. Um, not going to so much review uh, True here as much as I am going to just cover the event and what happened. Um, awesome event, first and foremost. From everything was pretty much what I was hoping. Like when I went down there went for my very first time, I heard about True Mill. Um, the crowd was fantastic. The venue was fantastic. The sound, you know, you could get some nice chants going in there. Um, the floor, you know, you could stomp on the floor and get everything going. It was pretty awesome, the, you know, the acoustics in that building. Um, we first seen the fire ramp up the step the up the um on the outside and we first started walking up there and I was like I don't really think this is the way to go I would have hoped that anyway but um my cousin and I he had gotten up halfway further than I did I got about halfway he got about up to the second landing and he turned around and he asked me well how do you feel about this I says I'm going to be honest with you, I'm heading back down already looking for another way up. I Hopefully, that ain't the way up there. If that's the case, the wrestlers can go up that way or whatever, but... Nope, that wasn't the way up. Um, we were out back of the building. Um, I make sure you go up to the front of the building when you go to the true mill, so that's a mistake we learned. But thank God we didn't have to climb up those red steps. Um, like I said, fantastic event. Uh, I just wanted to go back and cover the matches that happened. Um, we've seen Space Monkey versus Samuel Adams. Um, Samuel Adams won that match, but that was a pretty awesome one. Uh, for my first time seeing Space Monkey, and these guys were awesome together. So funny. They had one of the best matches I've seen in a long time. As far as, uh, just the entertainment value out of that match. Um, I certainly hope that Space Monkey comes back. Um. Next up, we've seen a six-man and woman scramble here as uh, Tim Rush took on Manders and Adina Steele, Jason Furious, Sean Carr, and Kobe Durst. Um, these guys pulled out all the stops. Um, yeah, this was one of your highlight matches. Like, every one of these people are names that people either know from somewhere or are going to be names that people are going to know somewhere. It was one of those mix-em-up matches. Different people of different levels and, you know, 
Adina Steele really showed up and showed out with the guys here. Uh, jumped off the top rope on all of them. Um, we had, uh, of course, Tim Rush takes the win there. Hold on a second here. Alright, anyways, I'm back. But, uh, as I said, that match was won by Tim Rush here, who you would think would have a... Well, one hell of a claim to at least one of the titles, whether that be the, uh, heavyweight title or even the big gun title that Clay's currently holding. Um, you would think he would have a rightful stake at one of those titles after winning a match like that. Uh, which also brings up the point of this next one, which was Wheeler Yuta versus Tony Deppin, and what was my personal match of the night. Uh, I like Yuta. I've seen him now through different promotions like Beyond and such like that. Um, Tony Deppin, of course, we've known f True for a long time, and just went to GCW, just went in Japan, wrestled Corrigan Hall, stuff like that, crazy stuff happening for him. Um, was a make or break match for both of these guys. They both had a, something to prove, in my opinion. Um, they were both coming off of wins at Beyond Uncharted Territory. I do believe that's what um, they'd said on the pre-show. Um, the pre-show was live on Facebook. If you didn't get to the uh, VIP matches before... Uh, of course, we were driving at that time, so we did not get to those matches. So, thankfully, we were able to, after the show, turn on the pre-show, and I'll cover that after the end. I'll cover the uh, tag team match that happened on the pre-show. But that's definitely worth checking out if you haven't already seen. Um, it's more than just a couple matches or a match. It's a lot of interviews and a lot of backstage stuff, too. Um, it's a whole show. It's a bat. It's like uh, you know your WWE. I hate to compare it to that, but it's you know like your WWE um, kickoff show. It's truly its own thing now. So I thought that was really neat of them to do, and really um, cool of them to offer for free on Facebook Live, especially for those people who would have been traveling at that time. I don't know how often we're gonna make those early ones because like we're traveling from. Williamsport, so that's at least, uh, yeah, what, like an hour and a half, almost two hours. I'll buy the Mohegan Sun Arena. Um, it's not too terrible, but I don't mind going back and watching those, that match on Facebook. I'll share that out through the Smart Mark discussion group. Um, as Tony Deppin picks up this win, though, so like I said, uh, you know, maybe he'll wrestle Tim Rush even. So Rush versus Deppin, yeah, I'd like to see that, honestly. And then winner of that takes on one of the champions. Um, next up, we had our mystery opponent versus the chubby daddy Trajan Horn for the heavyweight championship title. Um, the mystery opponent was revealed to be Shane Douglas at the beginning of the match, and this was a uh, street fight ECW rule type match. It was really awesome to see Shane out there still. You know, of course, I've seen him about three, four years ago, but, um, so, man, he's still going. He's still got it. Um, fantastic match with Trajan, where Trajan picks up the win and retains that title. 
and uh, one would have to wonder what, what what's next for him. Like I said, he, he could he face Devin? Could he face Rush? I don't know what's going on as far as that goes. Or would one of those guys go after Clay? Um, the next match we had was Stepdads versus uh, Sage Matthews and Alan Clayball. I forget what the, the excellence of excellence at its finest or something like that. I I'm blanking on the tag team's name of uh, Sage and Allen. Um, but this this was a really fun one as well. Um, always great to see the stepdads out there shaking hands. Uh, but uh, not so much for Sage who and Allen who uh, stole the win here. In my opinion, they. Uh, Cause a little referee distraction and whatnot, and just a little bit of chicanery going on from them guys. I think they didn't give my guys, the stepdads, the a rightful match here, and they walked out with a W, a W they didn't really truly earn. Uh, anyways, that moves us on to the next match, which was Tommy Boy Floyd versus Luke Lee in a trick or treat match, trick or treat fight. Uh, I think that's what they called it, but, um, this was a great match, this was a good match, uh, Luke, I don't know if you're listening, but you definitely got my respect here, uh, thumbtacks, pumpkins, signs, all these guys went at it, um, they both were hurting by the end of that match, and especially Luke had a couple thumbtacks sticking out of his back, and an L on his record as uh, Tommy Boy Floyd picks up the win, but like I said, not without putting up a hell of a fight, first of all. Um, not sure what's next for Luke here, maybe. I mean, he's definitely got something to prove, so he's got one hell of a mountain to climb on his next journey, but uh, from what I see out of this match, it's not going to be too much for him to get right back to where he needs to be in true wrestling. So, uh, the next one was another really fun one, which was Bro Keller versus Tommy Vex. Uh, Tommy Vex out there telling people not to sing his song. Uh, the crowd was telling him to cut his mustache. These guys went at it. These guys, I really like Bro. I hope to see him back. And, you know, Tommy's a, an original, and we always like to see him. But, uh, Tommy did pick up the win over Bro here. Um... Who knows what's going on with Tommy now that he's broken out of the the movement? Uh, he's looking to keep that movement going, you know, on his own. You know, he won that match and you know keeps on moving. Got to move up them ladders. Maybe he'll be up there. Maybe it'll be a triple threat between. Uh, maybe he'll even wrestle Sam Adams. Who knows? Um, but that leads us to our main event of the evening. Which was Clay Drasher versus Ethan Page. Oh, awesome match. Um, like I said, there was a lot riding for me to see Ethan Page here tonight. I kind of like was waiting to see him live for quite some time. And he lived up to my expectations anyway. Uh, threw Clay like from one corner of the ring to the other with a big boy bomb. Um, but he still couldn't pick up the win as Clay retains his title to send us home. With some fond memories of Clay being the champion. So um, that wraps up uh, my coverage of True Wrestling Presents the True Era. I hope you like it. 
And, uh, well, I'll be back to talk to you about True next month when we go November 15th up to True Mill again. And then for the Tilt-A-Whirl Toy Drive on November 24th. I think that's the day I got that. 23rd. It's either the 23rd or the 24th, but either way, check out TrueWrestling.com. Check them out on Facebook. Check out them on IWTV.live. Um, use the code to TRUE20 and get yourself 10, uh, 23 days of True Wrestling on and all, all kinds of wrestling on IWTV. So anyway, like I said, thanks for listening to that part, and uh, we're going to cover NXT now. Alright, we're going to cover NXT now. Uh, fourth week on TV, we open up strong with Drew Gulak, the Philadelphia Stretcher versus Leo Rush for the, not the 205 Live Championship, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Now, uh, if you know me, I've been saying this for the longest time, that NXT needs to take over that 205 Live and move those guys and just have those guys tour with NXT. Or have them at least be on before or after, but not like tour with SmackDown or Raw. They need to tour with NXT, but it seems like they even went one further and they just enveloped or took over the 205 Live and those guys are just wrestling as NXT cruiserweights, which is not a bad gig in my opinion and it's not a bad step either. It's a good step in the right direction as far as I'm concerned, because the NXT crowd will eat these guys up, and, and they did. They loved this match, um, and got the proper respect it deserved. It didn't happen after, you know, four hours of Raw, and the crowd's all tired out and worn out, and now you're going to put these spectacular guys out there in front of a crowd that's just already watched four hours of wrestling, they just want to go home. That's what I've seen anyway on my, my adventures of seeing 205 Live. Those guys did need to be on after three hours of wrestling and a dark match and everything else. Everybody was ready to leave, man. So, they didn't get the respect they deserved in that match, I think. Like like I said, I seen uh, Rush then. So, anyway, this was the Philadelphia Striker Stretcher versus like a high flyer. Like I said, this was my most anticipated match of the week. Um... Which they, they did find out how to do wrestling during commercials on this one. Um, Leo does a rebound stunner off the bottom rope. I remember seeing Ace Austin do some stuff like that. And I remember that saying that that was a pretty innovative thing to do then. I think it was on MLW I seen him do that. Um, but either way, that's a pretty nifty move to do. Of course, he wins with a uh, beautiful frog splash. And I had a little uh, side rib here. Uh, he was the new CZW Wired champion, uh, just because of it, was, it being Drew Gulag versus Leo Rush. So it kind of threw me back to like when they wrestled at CZW, stuff like that, when they both wrestled there. Not sure how many times they went together against each other, but I digress and I digest. But I thought that was pretty cool, kind of like a little throwback to the super fan who might know them guys when they wrestled in CZW so 
The next match is somebody who I'm really familiar with and has really grown on me. Rhea Ripley versus Aaliyah. Uh, like I said, Rhea Ripley is probably my favorite current wrestler, wrestling woman on the WWE platform. Uh, Leah climbed all over her, stretched her out, uh, crazy spin-out powerbomb submission into a slam while she was still holding her into a submission for the win kind of thing from Rhea. Then she uh, goes out there and cuts another promo on Shayna Baszler. We move on to an, a, a great match, Brazango versus Everrise. Uh, of course, uh, Everrise was drug out t to the ramp by Jackson Riker of the Forgotten Sons. Uh, so they kind of took that match over and started up as the Forgotten Sons versus Brizango. Um, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake took on. Uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango here. They're really, Brazangle really uh, perfecting their craft here in NXT. I can see just different things they're doing. They didn't have to scrap the whole Brazangle angle, but they basically were um, fine tuning everything. You know, different moves they're doing down there. Just really, oh, that's pretty interesting. I like to see where they're going. And, where they're going to take this Brizango gimmick, if you will. Uh, Fangango hit the top, hit a top rope. Uh, Tope Conhiro, who's like a f 450 off the top rope, like suicide dive. Pretty not off the top rope, but like off the middle of the ropes. It was like a dive out to the outside. Um, Forgotten Sons does do with win with their t patented memory remains to pick up the win, and it takes us to uh, Boa versus Cameron Grimes. Of course, Cameron Grimes is you know is uh, Trevor Lee. Um, instant doubled foot stomp win. Another of those moves where uh, Cameron Grimes just double stomps that dude right into the ground and picks up a win. And of course, uh, Killian Dean come out after that and attacks Boa, and Vader bombs him, and uh, bounces him off the commentary table. I don't know why he did that to him, and not tried to do it to Cameron uh, Grimes, but, well, whatever. Then, of course, we had an awesome promo from Damian Priest about his match next week. Or tomorrow night, as it were, against Pete Dunne. So, like I said, that, that's another one to watch out for, in my opinion. That's going to be super cool. Punishment Martinez versus Pete Dunne. Um, our next match was Roderick Strong versus Isaiah. Uh, I can't read my writing there, but... Isaiah something. Uh, Isaiah Scott. Yeah, Scott almost won real quick with like a jumping sidekick. Of course, an Undisputed Era come out with this. Roderick wins this with a submission. Undisputed Eric Adam Cole comes out, cuts a promo on Champo and Balor, and like I touched on last time, there's now a, like a three-way split with the heavyweight title. You don't know who's going to be challenging for it and what's going on because you got the current champion Adam Cole, and you got Finn Balor had come back, and you have the recently. Uh, cleared to Russell, Tomasa Ciampa coming back to NXT. So 
It's kind of like a three-way between those guys on who's going to be NXT champion. Then the Velveteen Dream, of course, comes out, or, uh, or on the screen or whatever, interrupts. Ciampa then comes out. Ciampa attacks some dude backstage. I don't know who the guy backstage was after the attacking in the ring goes off. Um, which moves us to, you know what, I'm going to probably say this was, no, no, no. Not my favorite, but close to it, a woman's match between Dakota Kai versus Bianca Belair. The two worked very well together. Uh, nice standing shooting star from Bianca. And uh, But, uh, of course, Belair wins, and she calls out Ray Ripley, who also called out uh, Shayna Baszler. And she says, if anybody's going to take on uh, Shayna Baszler and take that title and that, take that streak from her, it's going to be her. So, if you want to wrestle Shayna Baszler, you're going through me. And, of course, I'd like to see that match. I think that'd be pretty decent, Shayna Baszler versus... I mean, excuse me, Ray Ripley versus... the. Bianca Belair. Then, of course, we had some information about our WWE press conference on Friday, our uh, draft live from Las Vegas. Moved us up to my match of the night, Walter versus Koshida. Kind of like weird. I kind of thought it was going to like go off for time because it was really late. And I don't know what they're... What, how they're allowed to like go off and because sometimes they're strict that at this certain time it's off. I was really scared that the match was going to have to cut off or they were going to have to do something to cut that match off. But nope, those guys battled out through right through them. They only gave like one commercial break and they came back and they said we're going to be sticking with the action. But uh, of course, Walter is such a huge dude because she does a great job of keeping Walter grounded. In this one, Walter starts choking, chucking him around. Um, nice rolling transitions from Kushida, who, you know, you could chuck him around, he comes back on and tries to take you back down to the ground, which is good. That's what you need to do with a guy like Kushida. Keep him, a guy like Walter, that's what a guy like Kushida needs to do to a guy like Walter is keep him grounded and tired. Um, and uh, I don't know if NXT was intentionally running over because of. AEW or whatever, so you don't, you can't, oh, you know, go and switch back over. I don't know. It's a Wednesday Night Wars, people. Um, Walter wins this after a comeback and forth with a, an insane ripcord. So he remains undefeated, but of course, Kushida takes his first loss, and I, I don't know what Walter's going to do, but once again, Imperium stand tall. At the top of the ramp for NXT, which moves us on to tomorrow. What are we going to see tomorrow? Tomorrow night, other than Pete Dune versus Punishment Martinez. Uh, join us next week here on the Duke's Dive as we talk about that. And uh, real quick, here I am going to discuss the WWE draft. So join me right here. Just give me a few seconds. Alright, 
we're back here and I'm going to cover the WWE draft. If you didn't see it and you didn't catch up, now's the best time because I'm going to cover the best in, ins and outs of it. I'm going to give you the lowdown. So, follow along here. This is WWE draft night one. Becky Lynch drafted to Raw. Roman Reigns was drafted to SmackDown. The OC was drafted to Raw. Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, was drafted to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre was drafted to Raw. Randy Orton, drafted to Raw. Sasha Banks, drafted to SmackDown. Ricochet was drafted to Smack, uh, excuse me, Raw. Bray, uh, Braun Strowman was drafted to SmackDown. Bobby Lash was drafted to Raw. Alexa Bliss was drafted to Raw. Lacey Evans was drafted to Raw. Kevin Owens was drafted to Raw. The Revival was drafted to SmackDown. Natalya was drafted to Raw. The Viking Raiders were drafted to Raw. Lucha House Party was drafted to SmackDown. Nikki Cross was drafted to Raw. Heavy Machinery was drafted to SmackDown. The Street Profits were drafted to Raw. And we move on to WWE Draft Night Number Two. Seth Rollins was drafted to Raw. Brock Lesnar was drafted to SmackDown. Charlotte Flair was drafted to Raw. The New Day was drafted to SmackDown. Andrade was drafted to Raw. The Kabuki Warriors were drafted to Raw. Daniel Bryan drafted to SmackDown. Rusev drafted to Raw. Bailey drafted to SmackDown. Alistair Black drafted to Raw. Cedric Alexander drafted to Raw. Shinsuke Nakamura drafted to SmackDown. Humberto Carrillo drafted to Raw. Ali drafted to SmackDown. Eric Rowan drafted to Raw. Buddy Murphy drafted to Raw. Ziggler and Rude were drafted to SmackDown. Jinder Mahal was drafted to Raw. Carmella was drafted to SmackDown. R-Truth drafted to Raw. Samoa Joe drafted to Raw. The Miz was drafted to SmackDown. Akira Tozawa was drafted to Raw. King Corbin was drafted to SmackDown. Shelton Benjamin drafted to Raw. Rey Mysterio drafted to Raw. Chad Gable and nothing else. Absolutely nothing else am I going to call him. Ch but Chad Gable, he was drafted to SmackDown. Titus O'Neil was drafted to Raw. Elias was drafted to SmackDown. Liv Morgan was drafted to Raw. We had Seth Rollins burning down the Firefly Funhouse at the end of SmackDown here. Uh, shades of when Randy Orton did that. Hopefully they're not tired with this already. Hopefully they put some more time and effort into the theme here. Uh, I don't know. So we got uh, we got the Fiend versus Seth in a Falls Count Anywhere match at Crown Jewel here on uh, what is that the 28th? No, the, the 31st or something like that. No, excuse me. Yeah, it's the 31st. The Crown Jewels on October 31st, Halloween. So we'll get the Fiend versus Seth Rollins um, this week. The Viking Raiders won the tag team titles on. Uh, Excuse me, my notes are everywhere. Um, where's the Viking War Raiders? Viking Raiders, oh, they're the Raw, Smack, the Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, Cesaro is now a free agent. I seen that Ch uh, Tommaso Ciampa commented, a uh, little black heart, little gold heart. Uh, you know, hint towards the black and gold brand. Would love to see Cesaro back down there. Would love to see Sami Zayn back down there. Cesaro and Sami Zayn back at NXT. Uh, that that would be excellent. Cesaro and Balor. 
Cesaro, Finn Balor, and Sami Zayn in NXT would be awesome. Of course, uh, Bailey wins the SmackDown Women's Champion. She, she cuts down her little uh, wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men and made a whole bunch of kids cry. But um, anyway, before I ramble off into a three-hour tirade here, I'm going to call this a podcast. I'm going to have to go ahead and say this is the end. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you for listening, though. Um, like I said, this this whole podcast, this whole episode was dedicated to a good friend, Kevin, who's in the hospital right now, so good well wishes towards him. If you see him on Facebook or any of your social media, wish him well, and uh, hope everything's all right with him. As we move up towards next week, it's Duke Dive, well, I'll cover the fifth week of NXT, and I'll cover, you know what, I haven't done the deathmatch moment in a while, so I'm going to cover GCW No Sleep. Shellac versus Tony Deppin. So next week we'll get we'll get the fifth week of NXT covered and we'll cover GCW No Sleep. So how do you like that? Thanks for watching, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Duke of Disputation and this has been the Duke's Dive.